Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Where's he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! Thirteen forty KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome into the KDLM Sports Wrap on a Taco John's Taco Tuesday. Ninety-nine cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day long today. I'm 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 ready for the show. I'm I'm I've had my coffee a couple times over. Two, three, four coffees this morning. I'm ready to go. I got Brandon Warren coming up second half of the wrap. Always nice to have Brandon on to talk some Twins baseball. On a big day for the Twins, they play at noon today, and Andrelton Simmons is in camp. He's the last guy in the 40-man roster that was not there, so the Twins finally have their sh- their starting shortstop in Fort Myers. We'll talk to Brandon about that and some uh, some uh, some spring training darlings that uh, that Brandon has his eye on. Maybe we'll talk some former Twins also. I I, I follow the the New York Mets on Twitter for some reason, and they've got this. This pitcher named Trevor Hilgenberger, who was uh, a twin at one point, maybe you remember Trevor, and he's just lighting things up, trying to make the the Mets roster as a a non roster invitee. So maybe we'll talk to Brandon about some former twins making some noise, and also Jake Odorizzi. I don't think we talked about this yet. Jake Odorizzi was signed by the Houston Astros, so we'll get Brandon's take on that as well. But mostly twins focused as they get ready to take on the Boston Red Sox at noon today. We'll have that game. Right here on KDLM. We'll talk about the Wild getting back in the win column. A big shutout win over the Vegas Golden Knights last night. Just like Alexis Pearson called on the KDLM yesterday. And disappointment for the Minnesota women's hockey team. uh, Number four in the country, but left out of one of the biggest tournaments of the year. Let's rewind the last 24 hours in sports. Two. That's the wrong button. Coffee time. Here we go. Rewind time. Here's Fiala cutting in, takes a shot, he scores! Kevin Fiala on a breakaway down the right wing. Wild gets the game's first goal. It's 1-0. And that's all the Wild needed. Picking up a 2-0 victory in the Big West Division game last night. 2-0 win over the Vegas Golden Knights. Halting the Vegas Knights' six-game winning streak. Heard the first goal right there. Kevin Fiala. Goal was critical. A defensive slugfest. Last night, Kapokakina and Mark Andre Fleury took over the game from that point, holding both teams off the scoreboard. Kakinen, especially brilliant, twenty-six saves last night, twenty-six for twenty-six, scoring a pretty. And the Knights pulled Fleury with two minutes remaining. Vegas pushed for the game-winning goal, but Joel Eriksson stole the puck and fed Jonas Berdin, who was awarded the goal on a hooking penalty. 
to give Minnesota a two to nothing victory. Jonas Burdine so good, doesn't have to put the, the the puck in the net to be awarded a goal. Uh, Wild improved to fourteen eight and one. They leapfrog the idle Colorado Avalanche back in third place in the Honda West standings. They look to gain even more ground as they get ready to host the Golden Knights again coming up tomorrow night. Two. Laker hockey, uh, Laker girls hockey, the only Laker team in action last night on a three-game winning streak, putting it on the line against the Crookston Pirates. In Lakers fall last night, 3-1, to one. Emma Coley scoring the lone goal for the Lakers. The three-game win streak is over. Laker girls hockey going to wrap up the regular season this Friday at home against Thief River Falls. And then the uh, the winter playoff season. Which, Speaking of playoffs, uh, the, the MSHSL also releasing start dates for spring sports, something we did not have at all last year. And we've we've got projected dates. We've got guidelines. All that stuff going to be up in a bit here on our website, kdlmradio.com, so you can look. Looking at, at, at practice start dates, uh, adapted bowling, able to start yesterday, first day of competition for adapted bowling, is the 18th of March. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, boys and girls golf start date. Uh, practices can start on March 29th. Of course, that's pending course conditions and mud and water and, and all that fun stuff. First day of competition will be April 8th for boys and girls golf. Same for track and field for boys and girls. Uh, practice start date. It looks like across the board uh, for, for track and field, baseball, boys, tennis, and softball. Uh, the 29th of March is when practices can start. First day of competition for track, baseball, and softball will be March 8th. First day of competition for boys tennis will be on April 1st. So the Gopher women's hockey team, one of the best programs in the NCAA this year, but they have been left out of the NCAA tournament. Gophers ranked fourth in the country as of March 1st, not among the eight teams that were invited to the championship tournament during the selection show on Sunday night. Head coach of the the women's hockey team, Brad Frost, says, I feel for our group. They've dealt with so much this season and handled it with all the grace and toughness. I have no words. I love our team. Three other WCHA teams, Wisconsin, Minnesota Duluth, and Ohio State, are in the tournament. Minnesota finished fourth in the WCHA traveling conference champion, Wisconsin, UMD, and the Buckeyes. The tournament consists of eight teams, four automatic bids, and four at-large bids. Automatic qualifiers are uh, Robert Morris from College Hockey America, Colgate from ECAC, Hockey East's Northeastern, and the WCHA in Wisconsin. That means the selection committee picked UMD, Ohio State, Boston College, and Providence as the four at-large bids over the Gophers, who were ranked number one for a good chunk of the season. Ohio State beat the Gophers in two consecutive one-goal games in February to take the season series four games to two, while Minnesota defeated UMD twice in Duluth in December. Minnesota and UMD were scheduled to meet at Ritter Arena in Minneapolis in January, but that season, well, that series was postponed due to health and safety protocols. Gophers finished number eight in the pairwise rankings compared to UMD's 12th. The pairwise is considered the best indicator for ranking NCAA tournament worthy teams. According to the Daily Gopher, the selection committee consists of five members, including the Hockey East Commissioner, the head coach of Boston College, and the UMD Athletics Director. 
which is just complete garbage. The Hockey East got two teams, while UMD also in the tournament. This is uh, former uh, Gopher Hockey star Tom Chorsky tweeted this, and this is exactly what, what I'm feeling, what every Gopher fan is feeling right now. Why do they construct the committee with these individuals? So dumb. There are plenty of capable, i.e. neutral and knowledgeable people to put in those roles. And I think this is something the NCAA needs to look at. UMD is ranked 12th in the pairwise. Gophers are eight. You take the top eight teams, and there you go. There is no reason that the head coach of Boston College, the Hockey East commissioner, who of course is going to stack the field with teams from his conference, and the, the athletics director from Minnesota Duluth should be making choices on who should get in the tournament. Needs to be neutral parties. I, I don't know how you can find neutral parties, whether it is... Uh, I I don't even know. Maybe that's maybe that is where we have to start. Is how can we make the voting for this fair? Because you can't have. I would say the media votes on who gets in, but who cares? Who gives two craps about the, what the media thinks? Right? You can't have the media because, of course, the media going to vote for their own guys. You can't have, you know, athletic directors from these colleges vote. How do you determine who gets in without having the bias of 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 adding your own teams to the tournament? Well, the 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 go. How do you not include the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers in the top eight for a national championship bid? Just absolutely mind-boggling. Why Brad Frost's team is not in the top eight? Coming up, second half of the sports wrap. We're going to get on the phone with Brandon Warren. He covers the Twins for Access Twins, which you can find online. Great stuff. We'll talk about some uh, some early spring training darlings because th- the season begins in less than a month. Target Field opens in less than a month. Still uh, awaiting whether or not we will see fans at Target Field, although the rumbling on the street is that the governor has quietly given the AOK to have fans there. The Brewers are going to have fans at Miller Park opening day on April 1st. It was announced yesterday that the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox will have fans in the stands on opening day. So why not the Twins? We'll talk to Brandon and see if he's got some inside info on that as well. Brandon Warren from Access Twins coming up next on The Wrap. I'm Kyle Montgomery with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The Cowboys and Dak Prescott have agreed on a four-year contract extension. According to NFL Network Insider in Rappaport, Prescott gets $160 million with $126 million guaranteed. Prescott will receive a $66 million signing bonus, the highest in the NFL. Meanwhile, the Jets are using their franchise tag on safety Marcus May. May set career highs with 88 tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles, and two INTs in 2020. Both sides have until mid-July to get a long-term extension done. Otherwise, May will play on the tag in 2021. The Seahawks are releasing pass rusher Carlos Dunlap. The move saves Seattle $14 bucks against the cap. Dunlap racked up five sacks in eight games for Seattle this season after being traded to Seattle from Cincinnati. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Want 
Want professional tax prep at a great value? Jackson Hewitt has an offer you won't want to miss. For a limited time, we'll prepare your federal taxes for as little as $48 and no more than $179. That's right. Get federal taxes done for you by skilled Jackson Hewitt tax pros in Walmart for as little as $48 and no more than $179. This offer won't last. Offer expires March 15th. Stop by Jackson Hewitt in Walmart and get your coupon code and details. That's Jackson Hewitt, conveniently located in Walmart. DQ presents How to Find Meal Fulfillment. First, order the delicious new rotisserie-style chicken bites from DQ. Then feast your eyes on these unbreaded, tender, juicy, 100% white meat beauties. Next, take a bite of the bite. Realize that unbreaded chicken loaded with flavor is finally possible. And last, call your boss and ask for that promotion. You may have started last week, but hey, if chicken this good is possible, anything is possible. New rotisserie-style chicken bites are now a DQ. Happy taste good. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. We'll talk Minnesota hockey next. We are professionals. We are family and friends. We are volunteers. We are community partners. We are a team dedicated to helping you succeed. We help protect and serve America's businesses. When you need us, we're here to help. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Rated A-plus superior by AM Best Company. When the NCAA Women's Hockey Tournament starts next Monday, it will not include Minnesota for the first time in the Brad Frost era. The Gopher head coach was quite surprised his fourth-ranked Gophers were excluded from the eight-team field. Honestly, I'm, I'm in a little bit of shock. I, uh, it's just the ultimate kick in the teeth after this year, got to be honest with you. You, you guys all know it's been a struggle this year, but man, our this won't define our group. This group was incredibly resilient, showed up every day. We were without four kids for a lot of the year, and they battled and competed, and I, I, I just don't get it. Frost says the entire team was disappointed in the outcome. I mean, there was a lot of shock, first and foremost, when, when a couple teams came up and we didn't, and a lot of tears and, and frustration, and you know, our staff did a good job of, of reminding them that you know while this really really stings and hurts they're they're going to get a lot of things like this and and worse thrown at them as they continue to go through life so to handle it well frost says his team accomplished a lot despite not making the big dance we're proud of our group i mean they went through a lot this year and showed up uh, every day and fought through a lot of different stuff and and so uh you know i i just we all think they're deserving of better that's Brad Frost, and that's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Graham. You've got me connected with local businesses in the Lakes area. Follow, follow. Get connected to Wild Rice Electric, creating connections with its members since 1939. That's the power of your co-op. That's the power of Wild Rice Electric. Get connected to DL Disposal, providing garbage service for both commercial and residential customers throughout Detroit Lakes and the surrounding area. Give Travis a call today at 218-850-9944. Since 1970, Dynamic Homes has maintained a reputation for excellence in the building industry. Dynamic Homes is now looking for individuals to join the team. Production positions are available with a starting wage of $15.10 per hour and a $500 sign-on bonus. Dynamic Homes offers competitive pay, pension plan, paid vacation and holidays, medical, dental, and vision insurance, and more. To apply, visit dynamichomes.com. 
Cal Soderquist with your Wolves Minute. Well, the Minnesota Timberwolves are slowly returning from their all-star break. It was a time of a much-needed chance to rest, recharge, and reset for a team that has dropped nine straight contests. Wolves big man Carl Anthony Towns says that despite the team undergoing a coaching change and a condensed pandemic-impacted schedule, it's on the players to hold themselves accountable and pull themselves out of this tailspin. It's on us as the players. We got we got to be better. We just got to take this break and, like I said, take a long look at all of ourselves and say if we want to fix the problem, if we want to fix the problem, we'll fix it. If we don't, then we'll come out having these losses again. Yeah, the players need to return with a renewed focus and intensity as they prepare for the second half. And head coach Chris Finch finally getting the opportunity to install some of his own offensive sets and really get some practices in before the team makes their return on Thursday in New Orleans. Cal Soderquist on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Newman Factory Outlet in Audubon is your summer fun headquarters for the Lakes area. Now's the time to visit them for great deals. Check out the J.B. Lund 32-foot long aluminum dock with 8-foot L-section. Or build your own custom design using Newman's full-side aluminum dock with accessory channel. Manufactured on-site and built to your shoreline. Great deals on boat lifts, trailers, accessories, and more. Striving to exceed your expectations. Newman's Factory Outlet, Highway 10 in Audubon. Anglers, set your hooks. Jane K. Marie, CI Sport, Rushmark Signs, and Leighton Broadcasting bring you the 16th Annual Real Country Classic two-day fishing tournament, May 21st and 22nd on Ottertail Lake. First place payout of $3,000 per day. Additional cash payouts for top teams, biggest northern and walleye contest, plus an additional two-day grand champion prize. Visit realcountry102.com for details and register. The 16th Annual Real Country Classic, May 21st and 22nd. Brought to you by Miracle lumber it's time once again for a twins minute i'm chris atterbury well the real bad news here at spring training for the twins was that royce lewis lost for the year as he needs acl surgery he felt a a twinge in his knee while doing some agility drills not injuring it slipping on the ice as had been previously reported but royce lewis met with the media uh, in fort myers and was awfully impressive with his poise and his uh, approach to his rehab process i think the best steps for me is just to, to go through this process the right way and not mess up because you don't want to reactivate or do something to where you're going to hinder your performance afterward. So even if it's 12 months, I'm still looking at being back fully ready by spring training of 2022. And so looking at that and knowing that, do I need to push for a fall league? Do I need to push for all these extra games and instructs? Not really. Yeah, that's Royce Lewis. He is mature beyond his years. He's a special kid. We wish him his best in his rehab. This is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Building hope, hope, faith, faith, and futures. Holy Rosary Catholic School. Our accredited school has been a mission of Holy Rosary for 105 years. Among its strengths are having Christian values integrated into all curriculum, regularly updating our curriculum and paying individual attention to students by a dedicated professional staff. Our school truly is a community where students and staff work with and for each other. If you're single, a young couple just starting out, or an empty nester, regular size loaves of bread just may be too much of a good thing. Now, thanks to Village Hearth Half Loaves, you can have just the right amount of fresh, delicious bread for toast and your favorite sandwiches. Village Hearth Half Loaves come in five flavorful varieties, including Dakota-style 12-grain, honey wheat, and premium white. You're sure to find the one that's just right. 
Village Hearth Half Loaves, the perfect size for one or two. Detroit makes weather. Here's your KDOM weatherology forecast. Partly sunny skies in store for today with mild high temperatures pushing up to 60. Winds breezy from the south and southeast. And for tonight, mostly cloudy, a low of 27. On your Wednesday, snow can mix with some rain at times. Less than an inch of daytime snowfall with highs up to 36 degrees. Then 2 to 3 inches of snow accumulation for your Wednesday night, a low of 24. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. Forty KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the KDLM Sports Wrap and a Taco John's Taco Tuesday. Not an instant hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today. We've got a taco lover and baseball writer for Access Twins, Brandon Warren, on the phone. Morning, Brandon. How are you today? I'm doing just terrific. How about you? Doing well. I, w- I was looking through your your Monday mailbag on uh, AccessTwins.substack.com and. Uh, Kind of an odd question here. Uh, what do you put on your tacos? I, I figure since it's Taco Tuesday, you can give us your your, your all star taco lineup, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I'm a big beef or chicken, and then I need the sour cream, the salsa, the cheese, the jalapenos or banana peppers, mm-hmm. tomatoes, lettuce, all that good stuff. Just just so, load it up. Load it up, yeah, and I think we're doing tacos tonight, so it's apropos to discuss it. Nice, absolutely, yeah. You can, you can ask uh, questions uh, for your for your Monday Monday mail for accesstwins.substack.com, and uh, so some great stuff. Here. Let, let's dive right in for the to the headline for the Twins. Uh, it looks like everybody finally in camp with uh, Gold Glove shortstop Andrelton Simmons finally getting to Fort Myers yesterday is is when he arrived. Yeah, and. It's. Uh, I think COVID has kind of made visas a little bit weird too, mm-hmm. and he's coming from Cura- Curacao, so it's not a typical visa issue. So I think you know, kind of getting it all lined up was a little more difficult than they anticipated. But he's there. He's a veteran guy who probably won't need as much time as a lot of other guys. So I think he's going to be okay. But yeah, a little frustrating to see him not there for the better part of a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, opening day on April 1st. Twins open uh, at Target Field uh, a month from, or I guess four weeks from, from Monday. Is is Andrelton in game shape, or when's the first time we could see him cracking the lineup for the Twins? He's not going to be in the lineup against Boston today, is he? No, I would guess not. I'm thinking probably two, three days. Because they waited for a while with Donaldson. Yeah, yeah, probably. They waited for a while with Cruz. And the veteran guys, they know how many at-bats they need. They know how many reps they need out in the field. So... I would say late this week, probably uh, it could be sooner, but I'm guessing later in the week for sure. Let's talk. Well, we know that that the guys you just mentioned, Donaldson and Sano and Simmons, going to make the opening day roster. Who are some other guys that you've been impressed with uh, in spring training? Maybe maybe Garlic or or, or a Keon Broxton guys, kind of dark horses to make the forty man roster out of the spring. Yeah, Garlic was going to be the guy that I was going to bring up because unlike Broxton, he's on the forty man roster. And they don't really need their backup outfielder to be able to play center if they've got Cave and Buxton and Kepler. So, I mean, I guess you could call Cave their backup outfielder, but they could have a second one now that rosters are 26 men deep. So that 26th position, that 26th roster spot, is kind of up in the air if it's going to be a type like Brent Rooker 
or Williams Estadio, or could it be someone like Garlic who would give them some significant power from the right side? And you know he's been he's been hitting the ball pretty hard in in the spring, and he just needs a chance. You know he was with Philly and he was with the Dodgers and never got extended run, but they obviously believed enough in him to give him some shots in the big leagues, and he showed he could definitely hit the ball a long way. And the Twins don't have enough of those guys from the right side, if, if you ask me. So I think he's got a chance to crack the, the, the roster to open the season. Who do we like for the, the starter in left field on opening day? Because you mentioned Rooker uh, being kind of a, a dark horse for that 26th spot, Garlic, uh, Jake Cave, kind of the backup outfielder. Who do you like in left field on, on April 1st in Milwaukee? I don't think they have the moral high ground to keep Kirilov down after bringing him up to play in the postseason. So, you know, you have grievances and all that sort of stuff for service time manipulation. And I agree, it doesn't really make sense to manipulate his service time anyway. He's he's not extremely young. He's not an uber prospect. And even those guys, Chris Bryant, for instance, and we've probably talked about that on this show, mm-hmm. the, the Cubs kept Bryant down. And then the last year, which is, Coincidentally, this season, um, they've all, they've talked about it all offseason about possibly non-tendering or trading him. So I think it's getting too cute with guys to mess with their service time because, for all we know, Alex Kirloff could hit uh, you know one for thirty in his first two weeks and get sent back to the minors anyway. So you just you, you don't want to mess with guys' development. Their their overall value is is too high to you know keep them down for an extra two weeks or an extra month just to save a couple bucks. So. I think he's in left field on opening day, but um, you know what? I've been wrong a lot in the past, <laughs> so uh, we'll see. We're talking to Brandon Warren from Access Twins. You can find his work online at accesstwins.substack.com. Let's talk about the bullpen. Who are some guys you've been impressed with uh, in the, the middle to late innings and in spring training games this season? Well, it would be hard not to be impressed with Lewis Thorpe. He struck out yeah. the, uh, the side in order on Sunday in the first inning, and that top of the third uh, that top third of the Tampa Bay lineup is is pretty impressive. You know, he had pretty good below 92, 93. I think he touched 94. And he had a tough year last year. He had some stuff going on that kept him away from the field. And and when he did pitch, it wasn't as good as you'd hope. So I think the fact that he stayed on the 40-man roster all offseason and, and is in that mix for a front of the bullpen role is, is certainly worth watching. They've got some really young kids who looked – Really good, too. Matt Cantorino looked terrific the other day, and so did Josh Winder. So they've got some guys who are not on the roster in terms of 40-man roster who could make some waves this year. But they have a lot of guys to sort through on the front end of this bullpen, both in terms of guys on the roster and then some of the non-roster guys. you got uh, Sean Anderson and Ian Jabot and Ian Hamilton and Derek Law, Glenn Sparkman, Luke Farrell. There's a lot of guys to sort through. It's not going to be as veteran heavy. They're going to rely on guys like Cody Stashak and Jorge Alcala to throw some big innings for them this year. So it's going to be a, kind of a mixed bag, but I believe there's enough talent in that group to put together a good bullpen. It's just going to look a little different than last uh, last year and the year before that. Yeah, Matt Cantorino, one of the guys that you highlight in your, your latest piece on accesstwins.substack.com. Uh, you're, you, you think that Cantorino makes his MLB debut for this team in 2021, huh? Yeah, I think there's a good chance. He's got a lot of things going for him. He's not terribly young. He pitched at the alternate site last year for a bit. And uh, he's got enough velocity and stuff. He hit, ni- he hit 99 on, I think it was Sunday. And 
he has he has a good pitch mix. He could be a starter, but I think he's funky enough right now to help them in the bullpen. And then, you know, maybe someday there's a spot in the rotation for him. But right now, it's a pretty crowded lot. So I think you you give him a chance to help you in the bullpen because he's a pretty advanced arm and uh, and go from there. So I, I think he's got a real chance to debut at some point this season. Look at uh, some other guys. Let's take a look at the other side of the coin. Who are some guys who've been kind of lukewarm on or, or disappointed with uh, this spring? I know um, Alex Colomay got rocked against Boston last Wednesday after a, a couple of fantastic innings from Jose Barrios. Should we be worried about Alex Colomay? Or who are some other guys that we should kind of keep our eye on as kind of spring training disappointments? Yeah, I, I'm not too worried about Colomay. He got hit pretty hard in spring training last year, too, and then had a sub-1 ERA. So... With those guys, they're they're trying a lot of different things. Um, there's so many guys who had tough years last year that you just got to keep an eye on. Jorge Polanco, is he healthy? And how does he handle playing second base? Um, Miguel Sano has a lot to prove after last year. You know, he really struggled down the stretch. But the problem is, in spring training, it's such a small sample size, and you know, pitchers are working on their off-speed stuff or they're working on fastball command. So. Honestly, uh, you know, I think the hope is that they just kind of put it all together and uh, and see if these guys can bounce back from a tough season last year. One thing I always enjoy in spring training is to keep my eye on former Twins that are are, are doing well for other teams, specifically guys that, that struggle late with the Twins and now are kind of trying to revitalize the career. And one guy I've been watching uh, uh, with the New York Mets now, a non-roster invitee in uh, Trevor Hildenberger, uh, kind of, he's he's changed his delivery. He's got a sidearm throw, and he's he's killing it for the Mets in spring training right now. Yeah, just terrific guy too. Real fun to talk to. Real thoughtful. Nice. And so I hope. Yeah, he um, he started off really strong with the Twins, and then kind of faltered down the stretch. He had some health issues and all that. And if if he's as healthy as he looks, I think he's got a real good chance to make some things happen for the Mets this year. Got a. They're going to roll at least two deep in Trevor's with Trevor May in that bullpen if if all things go to plan. So that'd be kind of exciting. There's a couple former twins to watch out there. Yeah, one more. I just recently signed a contract with the Houston Astros. A guy I was kind of holding out hope that would would fall through the free agent cracks and just kind of come back to the twins just based on on interest. But uh, Jake Odorizzi, uh, opening day starter for the twins a couple years ago, he's now a Houston Astro. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that would happen too. But I think that the twins dance card was kind of full after signing Shoemaker and Jay Happ, but I think too if uh, if they knew that this was going to be the case, they probably would have waited and swooped in at the last second because it seems like it's a pretty good deal for the Astros. I mean, Odorizzi gets paid, but it's structured in a way that he's going to have to perform to get paid. But I'm happy for him. He's a good guy. He, he liked the Twins, and the Twins liked him. And I I remain steadfast in my hope that the the, the team the team and him could come to terms here late. And, uh, you know, really give them an extra bit of depth in that rotation. I think it's still going to be okay. But it was obvious that, uh, you know, with Verlander down and now Framber Valdez down, the Astros are going to need a lot of help in that rotation. So it was almost too uh, too good to pass up for both Odorizzi and the Astros for that opportunity. Twins baseball and KDLM at noon today taking on Baltimore. Kenta Maeda on for his second start of the spring. What are some things we should be watching uh, in today's spring training game? Yeah, I think it's just continuing the ramp up. I, I get the sense he's probably start on opening day with Barrios starting game two because that lines up Barrios to start on the home opener, which I think would be kind of a cool thing. With Maeda, um, 
it, it's hard to say because he's kind of just always working on something different here in the spring, whether it's uh, secondary stuff, fastball command, and that sort of thing. So I, I just sit back and watch him pitch because it's a whole lot of fun. He's got that kind of funky delivery, and he's got good stuff, but he doesn't throw that hard. I'm just going to sit back and kind of enjoy it. Brandon, someone wants to find your stuff online. Where can they find you at? At Brandon underscore W-A-R-N-E on Twitter, at Access Twins on Twitter, and accesstwins.substack.com. Can't wait. It's finger licking good. Sweet. Dude. All right, thanks again, Brandon Warren from accesstwins.substack.com. Check out his stuff. He's got daily articles on there, just um, just great stuff from a guy who's, who's covered this team for, for, a, for, for a very long time. Twins baseball is on KDLM at noon, taking on the Baltimore Orioles, like we mentioned just a couple moments ago. Kenton Maeda on the hill as, as Twins are gearing up for spring training. One thing I forgot to ask Brandon about, I should have asked him about uh, that the, the Twins are working on a contract extension with Byron Buxton to see uh, what he what he thinks there and what, and what that will potentially look like as the Twins try and, and lock up their 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 number one pick from a, from a handful of years ago, a guy who's who's shown signs of brilliance but just can't stay healthy and just hasn't really lived up to the expectations of what they think this guy could be. So we'll have to keep an eye on uh, potential extension with uh, with Byron Buxton. Coming up on KDLM, like I mentioned, uh, Twins Baseball, we've got Gopher Basketball Weekly with Richard Pitino as the Gophers look to open up the Big Ten Basketball Tournament tomorrow. We'll have that game for you on KDLM as well, taking on Northwestern in the first round of the tournament. That game will be at 5.30 or thereabout tomorrow here on KDLM. Find that full broadcast schedule online at kdlmradio.com. Rest of the uh, the broadcast schedule for the sports wrap looks like this. A couple great guests. We've got Cal Soderquist tomorrow to preview the second half of the NBA season as the Wolves are back in action Thursday night against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Thursday, we'll have uh, head coach of the Laker wrestling team, Rob Elliott, stopping by. The Lakers begin the uh, the playoffs on Thursday. They will be wrestling at Pine River against Alexandria. Lakers are the three seed in the tournament. All Laker wrestling will be heard on our sister station, 102.3 KRCQ, for the remainder of the season. And then a fun one on Friday. Uh, a, a local cross-country runner named Emmett Anderson. Maybe you've heard of him. He, he was a, a runner for the Staples Motley Cardinals. He signed to run in the Big Ten. He's going to be a gopher, and we'll have Emmett and joining us on the Sports Wrap to kind of get a, a look at what recruiting in a pandemic looks like and uh, how, how how pumped he is to be running for a Division One school. We'll talk to Emmett Anderson on Friday. Then Monday, of course, Keith Brake, once again, to recap Bison football. Find that full broadcast schedule online at kdlmradio.com. That's a wrap for the Sports Wrap. We're back tomorrow with Cal Soderquist at 930 right here on the station. You can count on KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Off the record with Zeke begins after CBS News.